0: Hello and welcome to the Tree of Light podcast. I am your host, Sarah Myers. The passages that I share with you in these podcasts are messages for humanity from members of the spiritual hierarchy. They have achieved mastery over the human condition and reside on a subtler dimension from where they guide humanity's evolution. Their words assure us that what is occurring in the world right now is aligned with the divine plan for this turning point in evolution, as the influence of matter wanes and the influence of spirit grows. These messages can be found on the website atreeoflight.org. In today's podcast, our spiritual elders continue to speak about the reality of the soul. In these treacherous times for the world, it is wise to withdraw one's consciousness from the outer planes of life, in the knowledge that this too will pass, and what will endure is everything pertaining to the life of the soul. Bear in mind, always, that the new age of Aquarius will be the age of the soul, the era when the light of the soul will break through the chaos and illumine the world. This is what awaits. You know this to be true in the depths of your souls. It is toward this lighted future that we are now working hand-in-hand with you. If one erases all distinctions of a personality nature, and all categorizations related to stages of the path, One arrives at a simple understanding of this moment for awakening humanity. The human soul is yearning to break free of the prison house of the persona and to experience the reality of spiritual love. This occurs at the point where the soul infuses the outer persona and the two become entwined as one. In order to embody a higher truth, you must first comprehend its true dimensions— Then you must remove the gap between the ideal and the real by becoming one with the ideal. Let us take goodness as an illustration. Does goodness exist as an ideal part from you, or has its essence begun to permeate your conscious awareness? Have you assimilated this ideal to the extent that you are in a process of becoming one with it? An ideal is realized by living inside of you as a goal that begins to shape your thoughts and actions until you gradually achieve complete identification with it. This is how the reality of the soul begins to break through the consciousness of the personality to become your true and stable identity. Is the soul, the true self, still the other self that you are hoping to become identified with one day? If so, we would like to turn your attention to a factor in the evolution of consciousness that bears reflection and deep self-exploration. It has to do with responsibility. The work of embodying the higher self requires a highly developed sense of responsibility. There is a subconscious fear of completing the shift in identity because of an intuitive understanding that greater self-sacrifice may be called for. The little self of the persona clamors for more comfort, more adventure and material success, while the higher self is crying, Leave your father's house and follow me. To leave your father's house at this moment is to step back from the fear circulating through the body of a human race, standing at the edge of catastrophe. To follow me is to become one with the soul. It is to prepare to step firmly into the flow of evolution along with those souls who are incarnate primarily to serve in this transition to a new era. Responding to this inner call signifies that the higher aspect of your being is ready to assume responsibility for other lives. The true self, perceiving its oneness with all selves, has been working toward this heightened responsibility for eons, all the while unbeknownst to the lesser self." Once the internal marriage of the human and divine have taken place, the pain and suffering of living as an isolated persona comes to a natural end. Spiritual life, which we call real life, only begins when the soul takes control of the outer persona and when its vehicles are dedicated to the purpose for which the soul has taken incarnation. Those who have achieved this inner alignment know the unparalleled joys that it brings. With it, comes a steady downpour of the love and wisdom held in the great reservoir of the creator of all love, the spiritual hierarchy of our planet. With access to this reservoir and the awareness of becoming part of the greater group, life begins anew. The term spiritual rebirth hints at this without conveying the true essence of the experience— We do not suggest that all karmic challenges end for the soul who attains this state. However, karmic challenges no longer define the life or countermand the soul's ability to fulfill its higher purpose. This is the time to realize, beyond the shadow of a doubt, the fact that the soul is immortal. This is the time to live from that realization at every hour of every day. Moreover, only by living from this higher state of consciousness can the essential work of the soul be brought to fruition. It is this subtle work behind the outer works of service that you perform that will demonstrate to others, through speech and action, the predominance of the soul in your lives. The greater the demonstration, the greater the influx of light from us, the light of wisdom and the light of love. To live in this world as a disciple of the spiritual hierarchy on the cusp of the age of the soul is to have attained contact with your soul and to be on your way to achieving control of its personality, which then becomes the vehicle of the soul in the world. It is to experience the shift in the locus of individual identity from personality to soul. When this occurs, the individual becomes aware of being a living soul with all that this implies. As consciousness expands, the individual soul increasingly identifies with all souls and all living beings and seeks to contribute to the welfare of Earth's life. When this drive grows strong enough to be perceived by members of the hierarchy, contact is made. When the soul succeeds in gaining control of the three personality vehicles—physical, emotional, and mental—it also gains sensitivity to spiritual impression— the subtle means of communication utilized by elders dwelling on the inner planes to reach sensitive human minds. In the West, the awakening soul is frequently identified as Christ consciousness. Yet it should be understood that this is only one name for the unit of consciousness that is the human soul. In certain Buddhist teachings, the soul is identified as the Buddha nature. In Hinduism, it is Atma in part, it is the universality of the growing awareness of the universal nature of the soul that has reinforced a withdrawal of focus from the Christ of the churches, mangers, and public squares, and turned that focus toward the advent of the inner self and what it signifies for the evolution of the human race. The forward thrust of evolution is elevating human awareness toward the plane of the soul On this plane, it is possible to weather the present global conditions with equanimity. This state can be most easily attained and sustained as a collective, a group of souls mutually committed to a spiritual task. To be alive in the world right now, to observe the further withering of the law with each new day, is to be tested to the core. When the soul looks outward upon the dying world, there is no sign of aid forthcoming. The only place for the soul to look is inward and upward, where the forces of light are arrayed in preparation to re-enter the world. A steadfast inward gaze dispels all doubt, allowing the soul to function more effectively than ever before. The realization dawns that light is already breaking through in the guise of every individual who stands steady in the light of the soul. This is our point of re-entry into the new earth. To assimilate what we are saying with a sense of right proportion, without illusion or distortion, try to listen through the ears of the soul, that liberated soul that has transcended the plane where glamour exists. It is the soul that gravitates naturally toward the light of the future. It seeks expression in the subtle folds of the mother of the world, who bestows her grace upon all that is alive in the spirit of the new earth. May each of you find your way into this state of grace, where doubt will perish, where love will vanquish all that is not of love, and where light will eclipse all that is not of light. The first initiation into spiritual life arises from the opening of the heart. There are countless millions of simple people of goodwill across the globe who have little knowledge on a worldly sense— but who are moved by a compassionate heart to care for others. This is interconnectedness at its most fundamental level. From heart to heart, the builders of the new world will be those who are gravitating toward the marriage of mind and heart. This path is not for the faint of heart, for it is those still rare human beings who are willing to sacrifice that which once brought comfort and satisfaction to the personality for that which will bring life more abundant to the human realm. While pursuing this demanding path, it's important to hold at the forefront of your minds the ultimate divine purpose of the purifying fires through which humanity is passing at this time, to destroy illusory walls of separation that have defined the human experience until now, creating rounds of ceaseless suffering In the realm of the soul, there is no separation. Please tune in next week to hear more from our spiritual elders. If you would like to explore these topics further, please visit atreeoflight.org. Until next time, may the love and light of your soul shine bright.